0: It's Kai and Lafayette. We're two ex-engineers who quit our jobs to pursue the path of heart. We believe that experience is fundamental to understanding life and its concepts. So our weekly
1: podcast is filmed and recorded on location from various parts of the world.
0: It's thanks to our Patreon members like you that we're able to produce this content regularly.
1: We offer varying benefits based on your pledge amount, from full-length videos of the episodes to weekly streams. So
0: please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Living.
1: Subscribe, leave us some feedback, and please share with your friends.
0: Here we go. We're live again for episode 23. Wow, have a little more excitement. We're talking
1: about one of the most <sighs> exciting topics of our lives at one point in time.
0: Yes. I, I would say that we know a lot about, um, which is nightlife. Unfortunately, yeah. we're talking about bars, beers, yeah. broads,
1: yeah. for having a good time, do a hangover. Mm-hmm. The hate in yourself, Foods,
0: right? Food trucks, all that's included too, uh, included in nightlife, I think. But yeah, depending where you live, food trucks are definitely yeah, huge for sure. Part. i mean, here too, man. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't say food trucks, but uh, food stalls and uh, like little restaurants are still open. Yeah, right. I mean, I think it's universal, right? You get drunk, have a good time, you know. You've spent a lot of energy, but also, like, alcohol makes you hungry, you know? Yeah. That's the thing. Nothing so, so think like universal. some late-night munchies after yeah. some
1: drinking. Right. Fill that pit in the bottom of your stomach that's only been filled with liquor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and beer. Yeah.
0: Mostly beer in our case. Yeah. So, I think it's very universal. Um, but I think there are a lot of differences as well, we've noticed, right?
1: Yeah, big differences between mm-hmm. here and, say, the U.S., Mm-hmm where i mean the biggest one is that everywhere here you go to Mm -hmm. drink you're gonna have food at the same time so you're seated most of the venues are all full of seating yeah so you see large groups of people but they're all seated they're not intermingling really right whereas in the us obviously most of the bars Mm -hmm. are just open space and you go to the bar get your drink and then you find yourself Mm -hmm. maybe in the corner at a table Maybe, but mostly standing. Yeah, mostly staying around with your friends, chatting, and then yeah. interfacing with other people or playing some type of game. You know, mm-hmm. whether that's shooting pool or throwing darts, yeah. one of those things.
0: Do you think that that makes real a difference, whether or not you're seated? Because, yeah, to a degree, I, I admit that there there's a difference, but not a lot of thing. Because if there are no tables, you're not seated, right? You know, let's just imagine a typical pub in in the States. Mm -hmm. You You know, open space, whatever. There's some divider in between, whatever. And even if you're not seated, right, you can be totally passive entire night when you're there right just sitting oh, yeah in I mean, standing in one spot with your friends just talking not moving not talking not mingle at all yeah right? I mean, it's totally possible pretty much
1: being a you know yeah. a
0: wallflower essentially right i mean the setting is important i, I think it can affect how people interact or uh, behave in the setting but also i think more powerful more of uh, affecting factor is your attitude yeah yeah that's definitely going to be the most important
1: yeah. i think though with the seated situation that mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot more to overcome initially to break into that conversation with somebody true because you're that's approaching and you're already right. you're higher you know you're, there's a body mm-hmm. language maybe it's not seen well, the same way either. here yeah exactly <laughs> like, oh hey down there Do I just come over to see what you guys are doing <laughs> seated over here Whereas, I mean, at least when you're all standing, you approach on equal terms. We're both standing. We're both kind of Mm -hmm. indicating that we're approachable. Right. And again, that's not always the situation, but I feel, at least again, maybe because I just grew up mostly in that culture as far as nightlife is concerned, that for me, it seems more difficult to approach a group of people Mm -hmm. that are seated.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, definitely. Uh, an initial barrier that you have to break, right? Because in order to mingle with them, you you have to be seated at some point, right? You you cannot just keep standing. Yeah. Right. Even if you you know break a conversation, whatever, you will have to be seated at some point. Yeah, and so we've that's done the that barrier, right? several
1: times here, where yeah. there's somebody sitting next to us. Oh, hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. But we're both already seated. Yeah. So your access is limited to who's sitting by you. Mm-hmm. Because it just seems weird to get up from your table, walk to another table, (laughs) and and start the conversation. Well, that's
0: the thing, though. Like, that is strange to us or Mm -hmm. to people who are not really familiar with those, um, you know, settings. Mm -hmm. But, like, here, I think, you know, to them it's normal, right? It's very normal. Or if it is not too uh, similar, but, like, they have another way to, you know have that um socialization more active right for example i mean this is we're in we're in thailand by the way oh that's Uh, where we were yeah (laughs) so we're talking about uh so your initial exposure to a lot of non-life settings in thailand right but i i can um relate to that a lot because it's really similar to all asian cultures you know Mm -hmm. like japanese chinese and koreans that um Usually, when you drink with foods, I think that's why we are sit it. Yeah. Right. That's the thing. So we don't even sometimes really distinguish between bars and restaurants. Some some places are both. Mm-hmm. You know. Of course, we have clubs. That's that's different. You know, complete. Um. Like your your purpose or the main factor becomes something else. Now we're dancing. Now we're. Clubbing, whatever, yeah, taking in the music. But or that. up to that point, like a lot of places are both restaurants versus, uh, not versus, restaurant and um, pop, or a place to where a place where a drink. Mm-hmm. Because we eat and drink at the same time. So my ex girlfriend, I, I brought her to Seoul um, a couple years ago, and she was just, she was just blown away at how much we were eating entire night because it's not just like. We drink only, right? We just enjoy the culture, I guess. You know, we sit down, converse, eat, drink. It's all like a package. We enjoy that. Mm-hmm. So if you're to drink more than night, um, like, yeah, you get, you automatically eat as well.
1: Yeah. A lot at night. Yeah. I guess the biggest difference is that most of the bars in the US, mm-hmm. there's a, Separation between a bar and restaurant.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A bar, I mean, a vast majority of them
0: mm-hmm. don't
1: serve food at all. There's so many bars that don't serve true sure. any type of food. Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of people will go to have their nightlife. Yeah, it's still popular in the U.S., obviously. You get together with your friends, mm-hmm. you go to like maybe a pub slash tavern type thing, mm-hmm. and you eat and drink through the night. But you would never be, for the most part, you'll never intermingle with another group. That's kind of sure. just like. You and your friends, so that's that is pretty big mm-hmm. difference, and it's interesting how it's yeah, really it's no true. separation. I don't have we gone to a bar here that doesn't have food. I don't I don't think we have no. Everybody well, also we've gone this to. is not
0: like the best place to um, um, you know characterize characterize because very small place. Yeah. It's a countryside basically, right? So uh, we don't have a lot of varieties of. Um, places and bars there sure. so uh, maybe in bangkok we can probably explore a little more uh we've well we only tried like korean bar and mm-hmm. just because uh what was the name of road? the road yeah it wasn't was closed it was at least very inactive compared to um years ago before COVID. It it's supposed to be popping place yeah. very busy area but uh, even locals recommended us not to go there because it's a waste of time. Yeah,
1: I actually saw they celebrated yeah. the holiday. I saw mm. some pictures from oh, Kelsen really? Road. Yeah, they had a lot of people out. God. We missed it. I know. Uh, we missed it. We always do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. we had a good time in Chiang Mai. They had yes. some popping bars, mm-hmm. but it was dominated primarily by yeah. tourists and backpackers. It wasn't. Right. Uh, there was a handful of locals, but it was mm. mostly catering. Yeah. Begin to, I think, the European, 100%. Australian, yeah. the tourist, you know, the, the westernized tourist. Yeah. And again, I haven't been to all those places and experienced all their nightlifes. Mm-hmm. But I wonder how similar they are to ours in the U.S. You know, most of my traveling when I was younger, right? I wasn't mm-hmm. into drinking or anything like that and not into it too much anymore these days. So when we go out, usually yeah. it's pretty casual. Like, we're tired by the time people are starting to arrive at the bar. Oh, it's 10 o'clock? Yeah. Ah, I'm ready to go home. People are finally coming in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I guess we don't really drink anymore that much, right?
1: No, it just... It affects the next day.
0: Too Too much. Too large. Yeah. But uh, we've done a lot, right? And we still do. I mean, not as much as we used to, but we still do. uh, Because... Especially in Thailand, right? We're completely on vacation mode. You know, we would drink every day, like um, with meals usually, but also uh, weekends we try to go out and because we're kind of curious, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we understand the overall uh, uh, elements of nightlife, but also it's all different in different cultures, so. Mm-hmm. You know, our curiosity is motivation to go out and mingle with people. Also, like that's an opportunity to learn about locals as well, right? Yeah. When people here by interacting with them. But um, yeah, speaking of that, that seated culture, again, like I said, uh, is very similar. Uh, all the Asian cultures have that uh, sort of similar um, culture when it comes to nightlife, That seated and um, all that. So, even in clubs. Right? So, like in Korea, at least, I don't know about here, we have two different kinds of clubs. One club is um, very similar to or equal to uh, these Western uh, clubs where you go there, just drink and dance, right? That's that's sort of just one category of clubs. But also in Korea, there are um, Korean Mm -hmm. nightclubs. Very different. That, to begin with, you have to be seated. Yeah. You, You don't have to sit, but... That's sort of like the uh, the initial stage. You have to be seated and then order whatever, uh, a few beers usually. And then there's this very unique uh, thing called booking, uh, in English booking, book booking. Uh, we we call it booking. Um What it is is that is practice in which that waiters uh, bring female customer to the table where. Um, Guys are seated, mm. um, so it's not forcible. I mean, you can say no if you're a girl. If you're seated, like, you can say no to the waiters. Um, sometimes they're like they're playfully forcible, mm. but not like ever forcible. Mm. You know, they're trying you, to you incentivize them. Yeah, yeah. You can ah, do that come over custom. here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the waiters bring girls to a girl, or girls to a table where guys are seated and then it from there is mutual if you're interested in each other then you can drink you know you can uh, continue to continue to be seated continue to talk whatever how loud is it you said this was a club How? I mean
1: that's one of my biggest gripes with nightlife mm-hmm. in general is that typically it's too goddamn loud
0: yeah true pretty loud pretty loud but you uh, know to make conversations okay I would say but anyway, um you do that uh if you like each other, you can continue to talk or you know move out of the place, go somewhere restaurants usually eating because Korean nightclubs are um uh, pretty much like the last stage of the night mm. yeah, so we go out, sit you know dinner, drink a lot, you know, go to bar, eat again, whatever, and then Korean nightclubs is considered usually the last stage of the night, so, wow. That's why there are a lot of girls, and that's why a lot of guys, you know, try to make the night. Um, but do that, and that's how it usually goes. Uh, if you don't like, you can just say no. Oh, I'm sorry, you know. Um, I don't think we're uh, – <laughs> I guess you don't say that. I don't like you, but you don't just talk to her, or she wouldn't talk to you if they're not interested. Cold holder, basically. Yeah, exactly, and then just leave. Mm. Um, but that's really unique, I guess, practice. Um that doesn't happen in, you know, any other No,
1: not Western that I'm cultures. aware of I've never yeah. seen anything like that. I guess mm-hmm. we're just too uh too ingrained in individuality and yeah. probably more feministic roots. Yeah. Well, you know, it's coming to fruition a lot of the feminism, which is a good thing. Yeah. But that would definitely not fly in the U.S. outside of a strip club, probably. Well, unless <laughs> it
0: is mutual, completely mutual, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. a waiter
1: going over to be like, hey, this guy's interested. No, that would never, ever happen. Yeah. Unless you know that waiter. Well,
0: because, yeah, that, that's also, like, that's a turnoff, right? Yeah. But somebody else is doing your job for you, like, on, yeah. well, you're not that interested in me. Yeah. Right? I mean, it has so many negative connotations. In, yeah. Right? So I mean, I.
1: it's fun to wingman for people. Mm as I'm sure you've done before, but being I hate being a for. man for I not don't, I don't want anybody mm-hmm. to try and sell me up. Like, let me just do it. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Because you don't have any control in it either, right? Yeah. And then a lot of times just, um, you know, a uh, boasting way, um, exaggerated, mm-hmm. you know, I don't like that kind of things. And if anything, I want to talk to... Um, I mean, talking part is the best part, right? In my opinion... Yes, we uh, like to dance uh, sometimes without talking with, with you know, certain people, but typically that's what we enjoy, um, talking part, because then it's, uh, it's, it's more than the uh, physical part, right? You get to know that person, and you get to know really quickly uh, whether or not you, you're interested in that person, right? So yeah you know, well, I think bypass a lot of stages, if yeah you talk I think I
1: think words do the best of in yeah. such a short amount of time they can convey a lot more information to a person, mm-hmm. so they become more of an individual, yeah rather if you're just you know you're just going to talk to the most attractive person mm-hmm. outside of their personality, they could be anybody, yeah, like they're just a body essentially, and that's one of the degrading elements I think of nightlife for a lot of people, women specifically, mm-hmm. you know when they're hit on, they feel like. Ah, they're only here with one intention. They're trying to hook up, trying to get laid. Mm-hmm. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of women are looking for the same thing. Yeah. But when you remove the conversational element to it, it does feel a little bit objectifying, even as a dude. Like, yeah. yeah, it can be flattering to be seen in that regard in mm-hmm. some ways. But in other ways, it's also kind of removing the aspect of who you are, your personality, mm-hmm. which makes all of it, in my opinion, Very interesting to begin with. Or the whole reason to even explore getting into a physical realm with somebody. Um, But again, different people, you know, different strokes for different folks, as they say. Mm -hmm. But it's funny you mentioned the Korean nightclub. Mm -hmm. I was at a bachelorette party a few months ago. And it's something similar with clubs and seating. But all the seating is reserved for people that are spending money on bottle service. Mm, so, yeah. you know, you will have a group of people again, but you're paying a lot of money to have access to a bottle, kind of VIP area. Yeah. And then you decide to go engage in the floor, dance, right. whatever. Maybe bring somebody back to the VIP section with your friends mm-hmm. and whomever to drink more and then talk. Yeah, But I think that type of experience is limited for... Birthday parties, bachelor parties, you know, special occasions. Most people don't go and do that frequently Mm -hmm. just because it's not affordable. Yeah. So it seems like in your situation, the booking, Mm -hmm. that seems very common and affordable for most groups.
0: Yeah. And then there are tiers as well Mm -hmm. uh, in that place. Uh, The basic tier is just tables along the wall. Uh, And then like in the middle area, there are some tables as well. And there's there's a separate stage for dancing, big area. Um, obviously by the way even if there's that booking uh, practice on the stage you can do whatever you want I mean you mm. you know sometimes approach girls and it works out whatever I mean it's still is doable that that way but uh, anyway there is another tier a couple of uh, more tiers where um, it's close to the bottle service where um, you have room like a separate room so it's more expensive Uh, but there's a character machine usually, um, so you can have more uh, reserved um, experience Mm -hmm. with someone who comes in. So Mm -hmm. very quiet. You can actually talk to them better. And then, obviously, girls like them more because... Yeah, they
1: see your awesome singing skills. Well, not just that. Run out of the room immediately. Well, not just that.
0: (laughs) 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 But also, um, that speaks to... That basically makes you have a lot of money, you know, so, oh, Mm. this guy has a lot of money, you know, so. Oh, this guy doesn't know how to spend his money. Look at this guy. So, um, girls like them more. And waiters like them more, too, because. So, if you're uh, on a basic tier, you may not get a lot of girls. Because it all depends on on the waiter. You know what I mean? You can tip them like, oh, you know, here my buddy here, uh, his birthday today, something like that. You have to, you have to tip him or some. So interesting that.
1: So do you usually see a group of people? You're like, oh, I'm interested, and you tell the waiter like, you can do go that talk too. Talk to them, or is it just like random and they're just making the selections?
0: Uh, both. Mm. Typically random selection by them, but also if you see a girl you really like, by the way, that girl. That's, that's <laughs> what I want. It, yeah, she's, no problem, man. I mean, to him, it's, there's no any difference, right? Yeah. So, but sometimes you tip them uh, if you're if you're in a uh, the room, you know, a higher tier, then they'll bring more girls because you're spending a lot of money. Uh, they want they want to make sure that you uh, get the best experience there when you spend a lot of money, so that you, you will come back, right? So basically, you don't have to tip them for it. Mm. But, yeah, that's how it goes. I would
1: love to hear this from a woman's perspective. What it's like. What they feel like mm. when they're getting in this situation. Seems almost like a bit of a gambling mm. behavior. Like, roll the dice. Oh, yeah, sure. Maybe yeah. somebody exciting. Maybe somebody cute. Maybe somebody with money. Yeah. And you just, oh, like, yeah, roll so those like, dice. Yeah.
0: There's uh, that part of excitement for them, sure. You know, I'm sure it's, you know there are many bad elements to it, too. But, I don't know, man. I'm not a girl. But, again all i know is that it's not forcible you can't you can refuse to you, you can't refuse it you know so i mean you're there also like you go there because you know what's happening there mm-hmm. you know it's just that not all people um you know you want to have different experience sometimes right i mean tinder is just another thing that, that, that doesn't mean that you don't go out and never mingle with people yeah. it's just a different method yeah so like that's just a different method to them mm-hmm. yeah it's not that they rely on it heavily yeah it's just fun yeah,
1: yeah I mean, it seems hard to mm-hmm. or exhausting to continually go out and have a nightlife what would you say one of the biggest pros to nightlife is in general in
0: general in general like a nightlife because there's
1: you know there's a lot of people that mm-hmm. basically don't have any type of nightlife at mm-hmm. all yeah uh, whether that be by choice or location where they live mm-hmm. or maybe they feel uncomfortable what do you think are some of the pros and joys you get out of just going out and kind of experiencing nightlife because you get to mm-hmm. experience people in a different mindset most of the yeah. time
0: Um, I would say I don't know man there are a lot of things to it but uh, from for for myself it's just a setting in which i can uh, unwind you know i i am you know there are many things to do like that's why we go to you know pubs where there are pool tables mm-hmm. you know that's relaxing beer you know just tasting fucking nice beer you know oh, that's so just real. one thing that i would probably feel differently uh, at home you know yeah. like when i go out where you know go out especially with people that i like um, we're mutually um, on the same mode, you know. That yeah. We're unwinding. We're having fun, you know. So, almost everything becomes more enjoyable. Um, and obviously, mingling with the people that I don't know—that's uh, that's, that's a, a really fun part as well. That I'm sure some people don't find it fun at all. <laughs> so, yeah, there are a lot of elements to it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think definitely the. Social aspect of it's mm-hmm. very enjoyable. Uh, depends at the level of intoxication yeah. the other people are at, yeah, and also your level of intoxication if you're drinking, yeah. And again, the biggest one for me though is always going to be the music. Oh it's yeah, music too for sure. Goddamn loud! Doesn't mm-hmm. even matter if it's good music; mm-hmm. it's just kind of obnoxious for me. Yeah. And again, like sometimes you're feeling like dancing and then it's very enjoyable. Yeah. But it does seem like most of the places in the US do trend towards loud music in a in a space that doesn't even have a dance floor or even the dance ability to go dance anywhere. Yeah. So they just kind of blast it seemingly pointlessly. Yeah. And I feel like people drink more
0: in those environments. I don't know why. I don't know. I think um uh... I mean, obviously, it's not very enjoyable to us, especially when we're not drunk, especially there are no people. I mean, we, we can't, we, it's hard to have a conversation with someone, right? It's so loud. And sometimes you have a, a right person to converse with, but just because you're fucking screaming and, you know, <laughs> oh, what's that? Like, just can't hear each other properly. Like, it just kills the conversation sometimes, you know? Yeah. So that's really bad part. But um, it's only a bummer when you, you know, have a really attractive girl.
1: I, <laughs> I mean, it's even more difficult yeah. here, though, because we don't speak the language. Yeah. So if you're going to talk know, to somebody talk and that, then it's actually. loud. Yeah. And then there's all these cultural you yeah. know, barriers, um, essentially. It, you're just kind of like, okay. I mean, we've gone out several times with, uh, you know, Thai people. And... A lot of the time, I'm just sitting there being like, I'm trying to enjoy the music. Yeah. I'm trying to enjoy all this, but I can't talk. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, honestly, I'm just bored. I'm just like, okay, I'm yeah. not tired, but I'm tired of this. <laughs> so I just want to get going. Yeah. And there seems to be a lot of people here that just enjoy going and sitting in that noise and mm-hmm. drinking. That seems very normal.
0: Thanks for joining us this week. We hope you found some value in this episode. Please check out our Patreon page at
1: patreon.com backslash the theory of living subscribe leave us feedback and
0: share us with your friends get out there and design a theory that calls you to experience we'll see you next week thanks